0: Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com
3: Right, let's get this show on the road. Wherever you are in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome to the Sutton vs. Bradford City pre-match chat. And if you like what you're hearing, come and visit us on the Bradford City of the Chickens page on Facebook. And also, if you fancy listening to it on Spotify and Apple Music and other podcast services, give us a search on Prophecy up the Chickens, and also YouTube, The Brace Arch. So, joined by Miss Kelly Hall, the lovely godmother. How are you, Kelly? Hall, Brian. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Are
4: you all right? All good. I'm just sat munching cheese, so bear with
3: me. <laughs> nice. Oh, we've got Stan here as well. Hi, Stan. So... It's currently live coming live from Sean's house in Bradford uh going down to Sutton tomorrow um just hoping Bradford City do win tomorrow uh Sutton are currently bottom bottom of the league uh, on where are we at the table so rock, Sutton are currently rock bottom with seven points so personally I think we'll probably lose one nil tomorrow <laughs>
4: We always lose at bottom teams, don't we?
3: Always. Always lose against the bottom teams. So, I know you're not going galley, but what's your thoughts on the game? Do you know what?
4: I can't call this one for tomorrow because we had a really bad thrashing, didn't we, Tuesday night? Um, but usually when we've had a bad thrashing, we normally come back as a... Um, a good unit again, and normally win. So I'm going for a win tomorrow.
3: You're going for a win tomorrow. So yeah, yeah. what do you think? SCAR's going to be uh, tomorrow?
4: I'm going three one to us
3: tomorrow. Three one <laughs> brave. <laughs> Who do you think's going to score tomorrow? Then Just put you on spot as well.
4: Um. I think Walker, I'm going for Walker tomorrow because he's been, he'll be pissed off because he's had, he'd been out for his yellow card. So I'm going Walker to score one, Bobby Poynton to score one, and Cookie.
3: So yeah, Cookie Monster's going to score. He's due one, isn't he,
4: Cookie? He's got to be due one. He's not done much lately, has he? So uh,
3: we've got, Byron. Is it Byron? Brian? Brian? Bryn. 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 Sorry, Bryn. <laughs> I can't pronounce names for shit. Uh, so Bryn's going to go for 2-0 City. And Caddy M- Monkey is put, I got to be a loss tomorrow.
4: Are they, are they speaking or are they just type? Are they, the, can you type on here can, and send messages?
3: You can type on here as well, Kelly. Oh, I well, didn't
4: know you could do I didn't know that. This is right, the,
3: okay. Welcome to the 21st century, Kelly. I know you and your IT <laughs> skills are not very good on this. <laughs> hey, look, lucky I'm even here talking, to be fair. I know. Has, has Laney done it for you again?
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so, has um. anyone got any thoughts on the game tomorrow? uh stan or anyone or charlie if you want to put a request in or if anyone wants to put a request in uh hoping to do this for about 45 to an hour so to we'll see how it gets on right mr charlie is here hopefully this is charlie so stan or charlie what's your thoughts on the game pre-match games pretty much chat pretty much yeah
0: um good evening everyone um I've got my tea in the oven, so at some point I'll mute myself. But um... <laughs> we're all scoffing, yeah, don't we? What are you cooking, Stan? Well, million pound questions. What are you cooking? Um, oh, I'm, I'm lazy. <laughs> I, I'm just fish fingers because I just I, I got home and I just fell asleep, so I just put some fish fingers in the oven. But, um... Can't beat a fish finger. Stan. Oh, yeah, oven, I know, so. I know. But um... <laughs> um, it, yeah, I mean, I don't know if anyone would. Uh, who's on here tonight went on tuesday but it obviously wasn't good um i think i think i, I think it's one of those in it that with a cliched side that that kind of loses to the bottom um but i would imagine that i would hope that the uh the, the team have um something about them to kind of um take it out on Sutton tomorrow um i'm not expecting a win but i think for obvious reasons, we should win. Um, so, you know, it's kind of... Um, I, it'd be interesting to see how we bounce back. And this is... It, Tuesday night wasn't the first big test of uh, Kevin McDonald, regardless of whether he's, he's or isn't going to be a manager. But I think tomorrow's the first big test, is how you bounce back from a poor game. So that will be interesting to see. Um, and... Yeah, so I, I I would imagine we should win. I, I'm I'm going to be like this. I'm I'm never going to predict city matches ever again because I always get it wrong. in you know, so uh, you always sit on the fence. Don't I do, you, Stan. I do. It, fence, it's like lad. betting on your own team. I don't like doing it, and I don't like making score predictions on city. So, because um, literally about 99 times out of 100, I get it wrong, and not in a good way either. So, a uh, little bit of superstition on my part, but um. I think obviously with Walker uh, uh, and Smallwood coming back in, that should, um, and I would imagine he put Platt back in as well. Um, I don't know what you guys think of, of that, but I think um, I'd like to see this lad, um, is it Tompkinson?
3: Yeah, the American dude who's been, he's been on, uh, disappearing all over country, all over, well, nearly really playing for international yeah. side.
0: Yeah.
4: Is he the is the
0: American?
4: He
2: is Inter. yes,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to see because he's 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 very very highly rated at, at Norwich and um, and there's you know Stubbs sub especially not a but Stubbs uh, the previous couple of games has been a colossus but I think maybe freshing it up. Um, Centre half put Platt and uh, Tomkinson back on, uh, or Platt back in the side for Taylor. Uh, I mean, Taylor just Taylor was okay against um, Wrexham because he had a couple of big lumps against him. But with anybody that's got like uh, a bit of pace and a bit of uh, movement, then obviously um, just not good enough, really. So um, I, I would I would put Platt in. I'd, I mean, I don't know what the deal is with Tomkins. and It might be that this um, international break has kind of just, you know, kind of scuppered his rhythm a little bit in terms of recovery from flying back and forth. Um, definitely Walker back in. Um, I think, again, for me, Paddy's had like two good games and, and that's it. You know, I mean, he, he, that he, that question of like, when he was asked at Wimbledon what what's the difference and he said clarity, I mean, I'm sorry Paddy, but, you know, sort of clarity doesn't stop you running, you know, um, both forward and backwards. And, and his positional sense is, is awful anyway. So um, I can understand maybe that at that level, players need to be told a million times, but that's, you know, that's, that's kind of, to a certain degree, not the manager's fault, but anyway um and yeah yeah so wilson looked okay but i you know we've got tulock there I'd, I'd start him over pad definitely what do you guys think
1: yeah i, I agree yeah I I think, uh, sorry go t- on.
3: T- sorry tulock he's he came on and did i think well the other day didn't he tulock he came on and spiced it up a little bit. Because uh, I didn't go to the MK Don's game, but I know Stanley went, or Stan went. Uh, but seeing it on telly, I know we were pretty poor, weren't we? Generally, all over. Uh, so I think personally, i go to the same team What won against AFC Wimbledon.
1: I don't know. Oh, wait, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I thought Officer DB started that match, but I don't think he did, did he? I
0: think, I'm trying to think if he did or not. He did. Yeah, we did. No, he, he I'm
1: did. I'm sure he did, yeah. All yeah. I, I... Oh, right, well, I don't, think, I don't think I'd start him just because of what I saw at MK Dons. I mean, it's great that in the two games prior to that he got his uh, two winning goals, but I don't think he offers much, uh, in my opinion. I, I think there's a player in there, but from what we've seen, we don't see good enough qualities from him enough to be able to justify that.
0: Yeah, I actually forgot that Chapman came back. Came back on Tuesday night as well. So obviously he's only going to get maybe another maximum twenty minutes, but it's definitely one to sort of get back into the side because imagine we've got Chapman, Walker, and Bobby, um, and obviously Tulloch. You've, you've you've got some actual quality there. Um, you know, and options. Uh, so, but Chapman will be kind of obviously getting more and more games. I, I agree. I mean, I, I mean, the thing is with Paddy, he's, he's like you say. There's a player in there. I think he's a typical League Two player that he'll do it two in every, you know, sort of however many games. And and I remember seeing the comments from the Walsall fans when when we signed him that you know, similarly like that he's he's as good as he is bad, but. Yeah, so um, I think I think he's had, for me this season, he's had enough chance to kind of cement a spot in the side and, and he's not taking it. So I, I could very much take him uh, or leave him.
1: What What did you think of Chapman last season? I mean, because I, I, I saw a lot of the fans were kind of torn in their opinion of him. Some people thought he wasn't good enough. He wasn't getting like, goal involvements. I thought he were great. I know he didn't. No, he I, I 100%
0: stuff. agree, Charlie. 100% agree Charlie sorry to to to, to uh, but cuz he played that 10 role didn't he when Walker yeah. was good. and he his work rate is phenomenal um occasionally you know like sort of like as most players to be fair like that last kind of that final decision making sometimes let him down but no i massive chapman fun I, and i always use the Tranmere away when uh, we won two one. Um, I always use that game as like like uh, Exhibit A for you know like as, as evidence. I mean there were one part in the game that where they were attacking. It was a foul, but Chapman was back in his own corner flag, and bear in mind he was playing at number ten and, and taking the ball out. Do you know what I mean? And and, and work rate. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, I, I really do like Chapman. I, I I don't mind seeing him either out wide or number ten. I think he gives us that option with
1: Jamie Walker, and, and I, I think I prefer him out wide. I don't know about you. I think that's a no-brainer. I'm not saying it like it's a hot take, but I think in terms of if we were trying to get the best out of him, we'd put him out wide, and then Walker can play in ten. You know, when he comes, uh, no Walker's not injured, is it? Actually. No, he was a suspension, wasn't it? Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think, yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've
0: no problems at all with that because when he came back from that injury, it took him two or three games to pick up form as it would anyone. But he was, so, I mean, uh, you know, and then it sort of like the two or three games before Swindon. And I think Chapman kind of picking up that injury there probably, sc- well, scuppered us um, in that running, But I yeah, agree more there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Charlie. I think his, um, if we can get him up to speed sooner rather than later, I think that gives us some great options. You've got Chapman, you've got Tulloch, you've got um, Wilson, you've got Jamie, you've got Bobby. Um, I, I think where we are light, and I think that's obviously down to circumstances, it's the centre of midfield in terms of um, options. I think, um, I mean, Smallwood's obviously played well um, recently, but his suspension obviously put Kevin back in. And just his lack of game time recently probably took him about 10, 15, 20 minutes to get into the game, um, Big Kev, but obviously it's a very difficult asking it in terms of to manage and uh, be on the pitch as well. I'm sure there's uh, stuff he was trying to kind of speak to... Um, <laughs> Truman on the bench, so I'd. That's why I'd either like either to be manager, or or or, uh, or just concentrate on the playing because. Um, yeah, I think I think definitely we are one line, I'd love to see uh, Ryan East come back in January, and uh, yeah,
1: just just to get more options and stuff.
0: Yeah, and I'd love to see him. I'd love to see that combination of um, East and McDonald in midfield, yeah. or, or, or Eastern, anyone really. Um, I, I'm a big fan of the lad, you know. Um, I what think position
4: he's... does um, Jake Young play? Because we could do with him, he was a good player and they sent him out, didn't they?
0: Well, I think
1: he's a right winger, striker there? sort of mixture between them two. He's on, wow. he's, yeah, he's played on the left, but
0: from what my mate was saying on Tuesday night, um, he's kind of reverted to type at Swindon and... His, his, his stats at the start of the season were, is it like XG or whatever, where um, he literally had four shots and scored four goals. But since then, he's kind of, which has skewed his, his stats, but he's kind of gone back to the inconsistent play, can't even right. get into the side at the moment. Yeah. Or he's, he's, he's in the side and the Swindon fans apparently are saying, what the hell does some other player have to do to get in front of Jake Young? Because so, Right. Um, that's that's my understanding of of Jake Young at the moment. So it's always going to be a case, isn't it, if if when a player goes, I think partly it was the start of the season where defenses are, are not up to scratch, up to speed. People's fitness are, are at different levels, and so you know, sort of in terms of the results, they were pretty mental, wanting sort of like really high-scoring games and unexpected kind of results.
3: So with Jake Young. He has played for Swindon in League Two 13 matches, nine goals, four assists, a uh, striker, left winger, and a centre forward. And he's had an re- average rating of nine six po- 6.94 rating. That's This is according to FootMod, foot mod the
0: app. But a lot of that would have been earlier, were, uh, the first few games. That's my understanding of it, anyway. As my mate was saying, it's kind of like uh, there's some there was some stat where he was like pretty much out there on his own in terms of like, uh, I think it was the XG or something like that. And um, then he's kind of almost been brought back in. And and, yeah, so the the Swindon fans are kind of not not so fussed for him at the moment.
4: But nine goals is quite a big, quite a lot, isn't it, really?
0: Well, it is. Well, it is. But, you know, in the context of what I was saying, it's like, you do that over what three, four, five games and then you know, the he went to Barrow, started off well, then faded. He 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 did that with us, you know. So um
4: How many goals has Cookie put in so far this season?
0: Well, yeah, but you know, sort of um, with Cook you would you know, you look at it over the season, um and there aren't any there aren't any issues either with cook in terms of i suppose the only issues with cook is just he's managing him in terms of like um um I think Tuesday and definitely saturday it was he was kind of looking a frustrated cutting a frustrated figure um, in twelve matches Andy Cook
3: has scored five goals and two assists.
4: Compared to what he did last season, it's not good, is it?
1: It's early days. Uh, I don't expect him to have another great season. I'd say, you know, I'd say he contributes a fair amount. He, I think he's more of a channel for the attack now than sort of the final, final point of attack.
3: It's like looking at some more stats, Andy Cook. Uh, this is from Footmod again. Uh, it's 108 appearances. Forty-eight goals so far. That's from two two thousand and twenty one to now. We scored forty eight goals altogether.
0: Yeah, is I he mean
4: still, it's, is, it's... Is, is Cookie still our leading goal scorer this, this yeah.
0: season. Yeah. Yeah I mean there's for me there's no issues with Cook. No, I
4: no you know, I don't have uh, an issue. It, I'm just trying to quite... compare these players that we've sent out on loan to see what difference is between what they're scoring.
0: Yeah, but like I say, I think you have to sort of take into account. I mean, um, I mean, Cook didn't score for what four or five games. Uh, whatever he had an injury as well, didn't he? For a few, it was he out for yeah. four games. He didn't. Sc- I mean, at Stockport, he could have had a hat trick, and um, you know that that was like uh, again Cook being that sort of player where if. He obviously, once something doesn't go right for him or he misses a chance in a game, you can see it playing on his mind and it's nothing to do with his relative abilities or, or the work rate because he, he puts a work rate in um, for most part anyway. Um, so I think Cook is sort of player that you have to kind of manage. But also, did you guys notice yet? he was bandaged up as well?
4: Yeah. Do we know yeah. what's happened?
0: I, I don't. I mean, I, I, we, we were saying I hope it's not like um, a reoccurrence of of that knee injury he's had. Mm. Hopefully, it's just something like recent or not nothing to do with that. But I mean, Tuesday night, I don't think he was getting a look in, and I, I also think as well um, with the way that with the emphasis is sort of slightly changed that he's not, he is. And he isn't, but he's not so much the focal point, of, like the last point of, of of our moves, as he was previously under Hughes. Um, and with the you know, when we've got other players which are starting, obviously not enough, but starting to contribute to goal. a few more goals, yeah. it's kind of it does seem that you know, sort of. Um, I mean, it'll come. You know, I think Cook. I, I think Cook will still probably get between fifteen and twenty this season.
4: He's got to be due a few, aren't he? Just now, surely. If he's like you say, if he's not injured or not got a niggle, he's got to be due a goal at some point soon.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, you would hope so, and I, <laughs> and I hope that with the team as poor as Sutton, that the get the he gets the opportunities, and and if he bang, if he bangs one away, then then we're okay, aren't we? In terms of like getting his confidence up again.
4: Yeah, so, uh, we, Sutton have never beat us according to stats in a league game?
0: That's interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I have played them loads of times, have we? I mean, they've only been up two or three seasons, but... um, Not beat us yet. Although, again, my mate pointed out (laughs) it's all set up. You've got Angle playing for them, you've got Dion Pereira playing for them and you've got uh, Amari Patrick. So, one of those is going to score against us on Friday, aren't they? <laughs> yeah,
4: they always do, don't they? Every single time, no, yeah. no matter who it is.
0: Well, I, I was joking as we were. I think three or four one down could have been about fifteen nil, fifteen one down. I says, um, I says, uh, MK Dons are going to bring Amari Patrick and uh, Jordan Gibson out there just to rub it in. <laughs> It
4: says here, Lee suffering from tonsillitis and missed the last two games may still be sidelined.
0: Is that Lee Angle?
4: Yeah, it's joining the injured Sam Hart. Um, Hisham Kasimu is still injured. I don't even know who these are. Scott Cash and Craig Eastmond. So They're looking doubtful. Yeah. But that, them yeah. names don't mean... Obviously Lee Angle means something to me, but not the others.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's more—it's more a case of like that ex-player factor in it that you are kind of worried worried about rather than you know sort of uh, Angle could have um, gone on and done something with us, but I think again, players at this level, some of them that you find that they um, they're either inconsistent or that they they have a level, um, and I think he's found his level.
4: Yeah. But they never do well for us, do they? They come in and it, it, your expectations are really high and then they don't seem to do much, then they leave. And then they start playing really well again. I'm like, why why, why is that sometimes? I, that's the bit I don't understand
3: The football. Could be managers not to... playing them in correct positions and stuff. Yeah. Like,
0: like, look at Jake Young. That's oh. what I mean. <laughs> I also feel as well... Um... And it didn't surprise me, but apparently the Oye um, Gorky signing was because he played well for Brentford under-23s against us or something like that, or, or whatever. And this was before Hughes. So um, I, I I don't think we're, we're alone in this, but how many teams sign a player because they've, had, they've played against him and he's had a really good game, He stood out.
3: I've got one I, player who stands out on this one. Does everybody remember? Is it Samuel who played
0: for Wolves? Yeah, scored,
3: yeah. bought him, or loaned him in, couldn't it a band or?
0: Yeah, and and the other lad from, um, can't remember who he was, but yeah, uh, from Wolves as well, I think, uh, forward as well, a striker, and um, I don't think we're the only we're the only team to do that, but it's kind of like, you know, sort of like because you think, well, great, he's had a brilliant game against us. How many times, or or even if they have, have they been scouted subsequently over two, three, four games to see was that an anomaly because we were either bad or just the way it was on that day, or is it you know sort of um, is it actually their level? And it's, like you say, often we find players that you kind of um, they come here and um, they're, they're average at best. What's your thoughts on that, Charlie? What do you think?
1: Sorry, I was just crossing the road. Um, (laughs) What were were we talking about? Was there a chicken with
4: you? Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. We
0: were just talking about um, players coming here and then going away and doing really well. But I I said, how many players have we signed based on one game against us? I don't think we're the only side, but, you know, they were basically the likes of... Uh, Samuel and the, and the lad from uh, West Brom, and, and apparently Oyugoki was the same a few, two or three seasons ago where um, he was basically, you know, played a good game for Brentford against us and then he was kind of he signed him on loan. So,
1: what's your thoughts on that? Uh, to be fair, I find it interesting uh, more than anything that so Oyugoki is an example. Hugh said he wanted him. Uh, from from that game onwards. He wanted to sign him from then on. And I I don't know if you'd disagree with me because I think he's an okay player. I'm not calling him bad. But with what we tried to do with him, uh, you know, earlier on in season, it just didn't work. So I I don't know. I think our recruitment's always been strange. I don't know if the players maybe come to us and they can't handle it because of the pressure. Or, or or, what I, I don't know if it's just a coincidence that everything's gone wrong but it, it feels like it shouldn't be um, and then in t- in terms of like it always seems like players leave and then get do better or score against us but do you reckon there's any other I'm sure there'll be loads of other players who've played against us but we won't remember it because they didn't do well enough you know
0: Yeah, I I think, I I mean, I don't think we're alone in this. um, In terms of, I'm sure other teams do the same. And and I think it's down to how much they put into the actual scouting of a player. Um, Like like I've said before in the past, how many times does a manager actually um, watch a player these days? I don't think they do. Uh, Whether it's down to resources or just they get like. you know, a video and stats and stuff like that. Um, So I I don't think – I think that's probably something that maybe at this level, I don't know, that that is kind of not as good. Um, But,
1: yeah, yeah. so, so, I don't know. What's everyone's what's thoughts could, on? Could I ask you something um, that I've been wondering myself? I just want to pick you, Britons, on it because I've not really asked many other City fans. No, go ahead, yeah. In, in terms of the recruitment um, we got this summer, and obviously everyone sort of dislikes it, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. I just didn't think players were good. Do you think those players were actually. I mean, we've seen with Adam Wilson, it could have just been a moment because that, that's all it was really at the end of the day, a, a moment at the end of a match. But do you think these players that Hughes brought in for his specific tactics do you think he brought in good players and just didn't know how to implement them or try it just didn't do it right or do you think the good we've seen out of them so far just it's just been moments
4: I think he'd lost the dressing room I don't think the players wanted to play for him that's my opinion
0: I I think um, in answer to that question, I, I would have to question, I, I, again, like, how have we scouted? Because when Clark came in, he was sort of brought in as a kind of a left wing-back, wasn't he? Um, and he kind of, then, it, like in early interviews, he's like, I'm not a left-back, I'm not a left wing-back, wing you know, I'm more of a number 10 or, or whatever or on the wing. So I don't know the answer to that. Because, I would I would have thought that in terms of it's like um, like Taylor. On paper, you look at it. You kind of look at the stats, and he was um, whoever's. I can't remember. which Scottish side's captain. He like you know, excellent, X amount of assists. He's got a long ball. You know, he's got a long throw. So I think. Um, I think it's been a mixed bag. I think some of them have been good enough and some of them haven't. And I suppose it's the ultimate sort of meta question in terms of like, did Hughes trying to implement the change in formation, did that mean that the players that came in were not appropriate? And then we kind of changed and kind of went reverted back to 4-2-3-1 Four, two, three, one. 2 3 one I think that's a really good question Charlie and I don't know the answer I'm sorry I'm just sort of kind of babbling it on but I think it's probably a mix where I I mean I genuinely do ex- did expect Oigoki to have better fundamental skills than he has um, I remember the pre-season game I think was it Hull or somebody and, and some of the his touch but the, his decision making in terms of like where he was passing back to
2: this space was downloaded via spacesdown.com visit to download your spaces today
0: harry lewis it's like he kept passing to lewis in 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 a kind of really um putting lewis out of position if you like to make the a, a decent sort of goal clearance and and i don't know whether that's just down to he's been used to playing with um, you know, teams like Brentford or whatever and the goalkeeper lining up in a certain way or whether it's just, actually, Danny, I think you, you need to think about what you're doing. Um, mm. uh, and so I, I can't remember which game it was. He was, I thought, brilliant, this is like the best he's played and, and this is probably why we signed him. But again, we haven't seen enough of it. And on and Tuesday, I, I was just, I think me and my, my mate were just like, I don't I can't even find the right word. Um two moments that summed moment him up was when that ball bounced over his shoulder and it's like, what are you doing there? And then when he just kicks it out wide to Brad and he like reaches row head or whatever. So yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's a mix of like players not being good enough, perhaps, as well.
3: Cause with City every season we always bring in players religiously in the like from higher levels and I don't know what it is. It's like if you put, so you say, put picture like the Bradford City team, picture putting them in like Salford's ground. There's not a lot of pressure, is there? But as soon as you put them in Bradford City's ground,
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At Participating Restaurants, eighteen plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonalds dot com. Panic Yeah, but I, I get what you're saying, but then That'll always be the case, won't it? You know, because at some point, you know, you get players that play at a high level and don't seem to uh, panic. I know you're talking specifically, I'm guessing when you're talking about young players maybe coming in, um, or or, or low knees, but, you know, Scott Banks did well. Uh, Tyreek Wright did well. I mean, he took him a... Maybe it's just at that age, he doesn't have the consistency, but um, I think... um, yeah, sorry, I've, I've forgotten the point because I'm sorry, I'm just putting vinegar on my fish fingers. So, um, <laughs> well, like about these faces, it goes <laughs> on because I'm talking
3: about defense to fish fingers. And yeah, I mean, I, what, I think what I... did we all
4: think about Lewis's performance at um, MK Don's?
3: I thought it was poor
4: because mm, he did four
3: goals, hadn't he? most of the thing were poor, like. Uh, two seconds, let's get the team up. So, from Tuesday, MK Dons. So, Bradford's lineup on Tuesday was Lewis, Rydall, Stubbs, Taylor, Halliday, McDonald, Gilead, Poynton, Ossidebe, Wilson, and Cook. So, out of that team there, I would obviously get rid of Taylor because I think he was shocking. Especially. Yeah, he had a really good game the, the game before that, didn't he? Yeah, he had one good game, but he gave Ball away, didn't he? And I think a dodgy pass. So yeah. we take him out, put, I would say, Platt back in there. I would even drop McDonald. Uh, oh, McDonald drop himself. Put Smallwood back there, Gilead. Keep you can't on. manage
4: the team while you're in yeah. the middle of playing, can you? I don't think yeah. you can do that.
3: And then Ossie did be him with Walker. And Wilson probably switch Wilson and Ossie Debbie about.
0: Um, going back to the first point, I think, yeah, it was Harry, it was um, the first goal stemmed from a poor first touch from Harry when he sort of kicked it out um, to right, left back. Then right tried to clear it and their player kind of it ricocheted, didn't it? And then it was a lack of concentration for... Uh, for Harry to basically let that go, um, for a corner, which then resulted in um, their their corner, and then as uh, Wilson was going out to close it down, one of their players, Cannily, basically blocked him, didn't he? And um, um, and so that you know that that kind of led to that goal. The second goal. Um, it was quite a distance out. I know it was hit really hard, wasn't it? Um, but... Oh, that was beauty, that.
3: The second goal. Uh, who do you call him? Jack Payne, were it? Mm. Yeah, he um, used to play for us, didn't he? Jack Payne. That were, yeah. a, that were a top bin of that goal, what he scored. Absolute cracker. Oh, uh, Sorry, we've got another request in. So, if you're happy to speak, Tony, I will accept it. And here we go. Tony's coming in. Hi, Tony. All
5: right, Callie, thank you. Are all right? Yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> Just going back to your point on Harry Lewis, I think Harry, Harry Lewis has been poor all season so far. Yeah,
4: I agree. I think he, he has. has got
5: the competition. his right, first choice.
4: I mean but big, end of last sort of last season he was say, he was saving us oh, games, yeah. weren't he? And I don't think he is no. so much this season.
5: No. And I, I personally I thought he should I mean that header of Mullins last on last Saturday against Wrexham, it were a good header. But he was in the middle of his yeah. goal and I think he needs to do better there. Yeah. But who are we? But I think we'll destroy something tomorrow.
4: Yeah, I've got a good. I think we're going to come back fighting tomorrow. Um, And I think nine times out of ten, when we've had a bad result and had a proper thrashing, we do Mm. come back fighting. What we normally do.
5: Fingers crossed, but I think we will. I think we miss Smallwood. I mean, I'm not Smallwood's biggest fan. Don't get me wrong. I am not. But since Hughes has gone, he's a different player altogether.
4: Yeah, he's playing completely different, isn't he, to what he was under Hughes. Yeah. But it, not obviously not on Tuesday night.
5: <laughs> well, not one of them. No. Not one of them put a shift in. And that was embarrassing. What What would your team be for tomorrow, Tony? I would try that kid from Norwich because I've heard good reports on him. I would try him at Sidious. Who's he?
4: Is that Wilson or oh, the? Man. Is he the American yeah. or Wilson? I can't remember which he, he is.
5: Yeah, the American
4: one, because he's back off international, yeah. isn't he? I'd,
5: I'd give him a try. Yeah. I really would. There's no point in bringing him bringing him in on loan if you're just not going to play him. You need to see no. what they can do because the reckon is he is he, in the same mould as what Critchlow was. And if you want to play out. From
4: back, I, liked, I I did like Critchlow. I thought he was alright. I mean he had
5: odd mistake in him now and again, which all players do, but I, I, I would give him I would give him a go. I'd get rid of Taylor. Although, yeah, he did have a good game against Wrexham. But was, but, he but he didn't he on Tuesday on night, Tuesday. did he? Tuesday. But I was talking to Wiggy about it and and we both agree. The players are I don't think they're fit enough. They're too slow. What's the name? MK Jones were fast as hell. I've, I've never seen a team as fast as what they were up on Tuesday night. And we yeah. had the lethargic sluggish and slow. See,
4: Wrexham was end-to-end stuff, wasn't yeah. it? And it didn't seem to look like they were as unfit at Wrexham game, did it?
5: No, but I think the way MK Jones went about it, they were faster and quicker yeah. to every ball. We just look so lethargic. Now, whether or not it's because we, we had a tough game on Saturday, but end of the day, they're professional footballers. But I just don't think we're fit enough.
3: So with the MK Dons manager, who was rumoured to come to Bradford City, but obviously we didn't go through with it, do you think we've missed out on, on, a, on a manager there?
5: Possibly, yeah. Possibly. I really do. I don't. I wouldn't like to say who's going to get the job. That,
4: I'm just looking now, see what latest odds are. It's still Danny Cowler, five to two.
5: Yeah, but you see, he, he went and Dean and Holden,
4: nothing. he's at five to two.
5: No, I don't want Dean Holden. He's ex Wimbledon, isn't he? Uh,
4: previous team Charlton Athletic. Yeah. Who's Stephen? Stephen Clements is up there. He's six to one. He's third. I don't know who he is.
5: I've never heard of him. I am.
4: Stephen Clements. <laughs> let's see what it is,
5: Stephen.
4: But it doesn't say previous, it doesn't say when he departed his last team or anything. It doesn't say. There you go.
5: It. Is it Ray Clemens' son? Oh, it could be. He's six to
4: one, whoever he is.
5: You see, I'd have gone, if, if, if I were going to get anybody, and to me, it was only one man that can get us out of this league. But he's an absolute arsehole. I hate him, but he, he, he'd, he'd do the job. And that's it, so that... Steve Evans.
3: Steve Evans, yeah. Stephen Neal Clements. Uh, he's had a senior career at Tottenham, Birmingham, Leicester. Yeah. He's international England under-18s, 21s. He's only managed at Sheffield Wednesday. And that
4: Ooh. was a caretaker manager in 2019. Oh. So he's been out of it a while, then,
5: hasn't he? Yeah. But it would be Steve Evans for me. And I think if, if, I mean, I don't think they'll go for him because of the hatred City fans i have got towards him. But there's quite a few people would take him. Whether he'd leave Steven <laughs> or not, I don't know. But he would be my choice.
3: Oh, Lola, It sure, oh.
5: would be my choice. <laughs> But not everybody's chipping. But he would get you out of this league.
3: So it looks like Callie's barking in the corner there with uh, with it's, the dog.
4: Do you know what? It's the idiot setting fireworks off outside. She hates the fireworks.
5: Put some on her.
3: <laughs> oh, uh, so Candy Monk, or Cad, I was calling him Cad. Yeah, Ray's son and he's not managed yet. Coach at Man City. So that's that Clemens guy. Uh, on the Stevenage manager, like you're right there, Tony, I think there's a lot of hatred of also what he has done in the club. I don't fancy going into what he's done because I don't fancy getting cancelled <laughs>
2: uh,
3: three months in or a couple of months into this podcast. But with, I personally think hopefully Peter Wilder, uh, Peter Wilder at Barrow, I think he'll do a fantastic job, but we'll probably end up with some out some unknown person I thought
5: he'd gone to uh, MK Johns
3: no that's the guy from Gateshead who you're thinking of Uh, Williams Williams
4: Pete Wild odds are 33 to 1 at the minute according to my Google
5: (laughs) whoever they get they've got to get it right I agree with you on that 100 percent budget. you to buds, get it uh... right because we're just going through managers like a knife through butter lately. I
4: know we're getting like
5: leads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a swear word, that, Callie. I Banner. know.
4: I'm sorry. I apologise.
5: <laughs> that's your first strike, Callie. No. That's your first <laughs> strike, yeah.
3: <laughs> getting a ban from Twitter soon.
5: <laughs> oh, she's off again. They, like, they, 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 need to, they need to get it right this time because... Otherwise it's just gonna become a joke.
0: Do we all agree guys that the um list of potential managers is so is very uninspiring? Correct, yes. I I I'd agree with you on that. Yes,
2: totally.
0: I honestly don't know who I'd want in because um based on the last few years, um we haven't, you know, we've had managers with reputations come in. We've had somebody from the, you know, the highest echelons and um, they haven't done it. I mean, obviously, last year was the closest we've, we've come in recent years, but um, yeah, it, I honestly, I, I have no idea who I won from that list.
3: Sorry, um, I'm just laughing at myself. Uh, just looking at the odds. Uh... Is anyone else seen who's been linked with us? Uh and the only clue is he's a former Bradford City manager and former Salford manager. Apparently Gary and Bobby here again. No. Yeah,
4: I saw that earlier. Oh, I wouldn't no. have him back, would you? Not no. a chance. 33 to 1.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's why.
4: Sol Campbell's 33 to 1 as well. How crazy is that? Who,
3: oh who the hell. So who's so, like looking at this, you got Phil Parkinson 33 to 1. Uh, Nathan Jones 33 to 1. Peter Wilder 33 to 1. Gary Bowyer. Who's favourite? Uh, uh, Danny Crowley. Cowley. Crowley, Crowley, Cowley. Cowley, I need, a, I need a Cowley. Yeah, 5 to 2. Dean Holden's five to two. Stephen Clemens six to one. Gary Gal, Graham Alexandra eight to one. Kevin McDonald ten to one. Kyle Robinson twenty-five to one. Gary Bowyer thirty-three to one. Mark Kennedy thirty-three to one. Craig Hignell <laughs> thirty-three to one. Apparently from Hartlepool. Yeah. Uh, Lee Bowyer thirty-three to one. Lee Bell Crew Alexandra, and Liam. Richardson, thirty-three, and last but not least, Nathan Jones at thirty-three to one, and there's many, many more, but would we'll be here all day if I went through every single one. Even Frank Lampard's on this list, thirty-three to one.
0: I think what the board have to take into account is whoever um, the <laughs> they have a squad of players that are probably on a decent amount of money, and to come in and they they have to find somebody that is going to basically. Um, play in a similar way that to how we're playing now, more of a evolutionary thing rather than a revolution. Because otherwise, you're going through the cycle again. You, you know, when we had to, um, when we couldn't get anyone, we got Collins in, and so we got a squad of so-called footballers, and then you he gets sacked, and then you bring Hopkins in, who is like hoofball
3: legend of Hopkins. I got a picture with him.
0: I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it, it was a, obviously. It, 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 the squad that he had wasn't, wasn't, yeah. you know, sort of like uh, conducive to his style of play. Then you had, you know, if you're talking Parky, which he's not coming back, he's, he'll, you know, um, again, d- uh, a different type of squad to what he's kind of assembled at Wrexham. So, I, I can't see it myself. I think it's got to be somebody that will kind of take the squad that we have because obviously then you have got the January window. Um, and then, what do you do? Rip up the squad again? I think it's got to be, you know, sort of bringing two, three, maybe four players in at January, to enhance what we got already um, in terms of, you know, seeing what's working and what's not working. So, if you if
3: you were in charge of Bradford, right? Uh, we say, who would you get rid of out of the team? Who would you sell? <laughs>
0: um, well. Assuming it was, I know it's a kind of rhetorical question, but uh, assuming it's, it's straightforward and you can do, I think I'd move the likes of um, Paddy on. I'd move Taylor on. I'd have to have a, you know, sort of look at the the, the sort of fringe players that aren't kind of anywhere near. You know, um, I mean, we bought these players in for like two or three year contracts. I'd, I'd probably even get rid of Jake Young. And kind of, I mean, maybe he's, he's not on that much money. I don't know, but um, yeah, I, I would, I would bring. Some, I mean, I know we've got um Patterson, haven't we, to come back from injury in centre midfield. But I would be looking at at least strengthening midfield and, and offering um, some something as an alternative to, to Cook. I know, I don't know how far the day and Oliver's. Um, I think he's back.
3: back in training. Yeah,
5: because
0: you know,
5: you know, S- again, uh... he wants to stay in three as Oliver because that, he, he does. I don't think he brings anything to the team because him and Cook are identical players, so you couldn't play them together. it'd be yeah, a good. It'd yeah, be a I mean, good la- it may maybe it'd be good last for last twenty twenty five minutes, maybe. That,
0: that's that which my is. Opinion. 10... No, no, absolutely, absolutely right. I think, I think you know, it's almost like he's on. It, I would imagine he's on too much money for just somebody to come on. Well, in the possibly. Last, but you know? For, you know, to, to use for that, I think you, you want to be using him, don't you? Because he was brought in really um, to to kind of be the, the main man, and then Cook had the season and the start of the season that he did, which kind of kept Oliver on the bench. So, yeah. um But. Yeah, I mean, I can't think off the top of my head um, who's kind of gone in and out, you know, like on loan, etc. Um, you see, I'd bring Ryan East back. Oh, 100%. I would bring
5: Ryan East back because I remember last season he it, 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 it started against Salford away from home because I think Smallwood were away because I think his wife had just give birth to a newborn baby. And he had an he had an, he had an exceptional game. Following week, he was dropped back for Smallwood, and I just did not get my head around that.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's my uh, you know that is my one of my major criticisms of Hughes was, I know kind of you all have your own, your own sort of players and stuff, um, but I think yeah, yeah, I've, I've never seen East other back game. Put it that way.
5: He, he hadn't. He never did. But for some reason, he was the Like playing the young, young'uns. It's like we say with Poynton.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know whether with, with Poynton, he's, he's like trying to sort of be one of these like where you manage the game time, etc. But um, I think Poynton's got the physical attributes to, to kind of play the amount of games that he's... Yeah, he's only a kid in the area when you think about it, That. But... He, he
5: does give you that option. He'll give you hundred percent
0: every game. Yeah, he, he's very much um, a front foot type of player. Yeah. You know, him and Walker, their, their work rate and Chapman as well. Yeah, you know, in terms of work rate, they absolutely. Um, I mean, you see, that's going to be an interesting forward line, isn't it? Interesting options when Chapman's hundred percent fit. You got Point and you got Walker, you've got Chapman, you've got you know Tullett, you you know sort of like this, um, as as a kind of fold line and and sort of swapping between. So, um, I think yeah, with, with the with the options that we yeah. have, I think it's uh, interesting. I think I've, I've I've always said it as as
5: midfield, we don't have a leader. We haven't had a leader since Gary Jones. In my in my opinion, he he was a leader and he he would get the ball and run forward. For some reason, our midfielders are reluctant to do it.
4: I I do remember Tony. a few I'm going probably going back to last season, we had. We don't, you don't kind of see the players or a particular, even the captain, you don't see a lot of that anymore actually trying to gear them up. No. I've not seen that for a while.
5: No, you're right. No, you said that. did.
4: I've not seen. He'd
5: tell you. Yeah. If he do something wrong, he would tell you. Yeah. He would tell you would be
4: like shouting yeah. at him and saying, come on, get sort your fucking selves out, excuse my French, but that's what they'd do. And I haven't seen that for quite a I while. you
5: a leader. He was yeah. captain, and he was a leader.
4: That's right. Yeah.
5: Smallwood is not a leader. He might have been... Yeah, Rory
4: McArdle used to yeah. do that as well. He and um, McMahon, Tony McMahon, they were all like yeah. that, weren't they?
5: That is that is one thing that we lack. A
0: mouthpiece, mm, definitely. I, I think uh, one thing as well that that I, you know sort of uh, that I've noticed is that players don't back themselves, you know, like taking on a man. Um, there were times on Tuesday, because because actually I think Gilead has been that player, especially last season, you, you'd see him, um, he'd be kind of giving out instructions and, and, and kind of being quite vocal on the field, I think. Um, but there were a point on Tuesday where he's kind of going on, go, taking a, or, or should have taken a player on, and he didn't. And I thought... Why don't you back yourself? You know, you're good enough. He's kind of like, he's, he's hesitant. He's, yeah, and I don't know whether it's just one of the, because that was how it was for whatever reason on Tuesday night, but I'd like to see that a bit more. You know, that's what that's where kind of players like Bobby are, are brilliant because they back themselves. Um, and you know, sort of Tulloch kind of. Get you know, sort of like moves the ball forward. He kind of he's he's got this ability with his feet. Somehow he kind of manages to get the ball up his feet and and kind of take on a man and beat his man Um, and I, yeah, I would definitely like to see a little more of that in in terms of um, just just purely backing yourself. Yeah, you're right. I think we lack pace. That that
5: team just yeah. lacks pace compared to some of them. MK John's players overnight. They did they did have pace and we were like laboured at times. And that is one thing that we're not blessed with in that team. And Cook Cook's I think Cook's I still think Cook's overweight. I don't think he's come back one hundred percent whatever uh, regime they give him, you know, to, to, to stay fit on that. I mean, he's, he's never been blessed with Pierce as cook, but but there again, he's got no he he hasn't got Scott uh, Scott Banks this time to put
0: ball in for him,
5: really?
0: and I think he struggled. I think Cook struggled. I would agree with, uh, on your. I said at start of the season that Cook looks a bit, or even pre season, that Cook was looking like the Cook of, of you know, like not quite as bad as he was at Mansfield, but not. Not the the lean mean sort of machine um, no. he was last summer. Yeah, and it good. doesn't
4: help. It do not help the way defenders jump all over him constant either, does it? They always seem to single him out. And I've noticed the last few games that they've been ripping his shirt off him nearly and jumping all over him. But strikers should be used to that. Yeah,
5: you've you've, you've got the referee gives it. He gives it. He don't. He don't. Mm. But yeah, you're, you're
4: I think right. I noticed the difference. The difference between the Wrexham game and the MK Dons game. I at the Wrexham game, the players, if a player lost a ball, or there was always another one be, right behind to back them up, to you know, to yeah. kind of get it back. That was that happened quite a lot. But I don't think that that wasn't there at MK Dons at all. They weren't. They, they seemed to back each other up a lot more at Wrexham. They did.
3: With the Wrexham game, though, I know we've just got a Wrexham fan join. Uh, so if he wants to join in or anything, let us know. Uh, like the Wrexham game, I thought was our like our playoff final. It seemed like an art playoff final or a semi final game. Everybody were up for it.
4: Yeah. Yeah, they were. I, I wonder why. I wonder why that game was so different to the others that we'd not won against.
0: I, I think you're right. I think it's down to attitude on, on Tuesday night, whether it's, you know, whether the the kind of, for some reason, the, the tone is set, isn't it? Like at the start of the game and um, the, I mean, I don't know if any of you guys have been or, or you sort of saw it, but that pitch is massive. It is. Um, it is. It's absolutely massive. But, but like, again, it boils down to the, the press and how we pressed against Wrexham and how we have pressed against... Certain teams, we didn't do that against uh, MK Dons. Uh, you know, it was like it we was give very...
4: up. They give up, didn't they?
0: Yeah, uh, I think uh, I think a lot of them were caught sort of out positionally and and base and MK Dons's basic movement was was better than ours. Their their movement off the ball, they they seem to have like an extra man on the field. You know, they they basically and I've said this for about a million years, and I keep repeating myself, but. You know, it's kind of like it's it's the players your own players movement off the ball like creates the openings for you or, or shifts shifts the game from one side to the other, you know. Um and the speed of passing between, you know, sort of like passing the ball and the player receiving it to the next pass, you know, that's where we kind of need to speed that up and when we do that, we play well. Going back
5: to earlier on with somebody mentioned about Playing in front of massive crowd every other week, Jamie Lawrence picked up on that last season, and he and he actually said it's so frightening for the for for, for Bradford players. It's not for away team because they've got no to fear when they come. They're not no. used to playing in them kind of crowds. But he says even when he played at Premiership, he says it, it's frightening. And do you think it puts
3: a
4: lot of, of pressure does, on them? Yeah.
5: It, it It does. So going in.
2: Sorry.
3: I'll let you finish, Johnny.
5: And uh, that, that's what he said. The pressure on them players' shoulders to perform. Because they know, the the crowd, we know our crowd can turn on a bloody sixpence. And I, <laughs> yeah. and I, I, I actually believe what Jamie Lawrence said. When you when you come out of that touchline sorry, when you run out of changing rooms and you see the vast amount of support that's inside that ground, and they think to themselves, God, if we don't perform a day
4: We're gonna get And sure. I
5: I think that that's that's a lot to do with with when we're at home. Because they're expected to turn it on week in and week out at home. And yeah. it's it's a it's a big ask. It really is. There's now, like, tomorrow, we've got something tomorrow and we might only play in front of 3,000 and pressure's off.
0: I, th- I think, Tony, going on, on what you were saying, I think not so much the size of the crowds, although there's probably an element of that, but I think you, you summed it up that the crowd turns on a sixpence. They do. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you know, it's like, you know, sort of players are it's not, It's not so much... The amount yeah. of people out there, but if you are basically a missed pass or whatever, or even passing back and building up from the back, you know, I mean, you're you know, you're getting booed yeah. by your own fans. You know, we are we are fickle as we fans. We, we definitely <laughs> are. Um, I, I believe I believe the fans have controversial opinion, but have had a, a part in in the way this season's gone yes. as well. I think I think the atmosphere has been awful in terms of. Uh, a kind of a, a nasty element in in the crowd uh, at some of the games, but you know, sort of with with uh, with the crowd. So it's no wonder, really, that these players are basically scared to. That's it. They're scared to know, make a mistake. Of, yeah.
3: So uh, last couple of minutes, guys. So uh, Cali final thoughts, uh, score prediction, and goal scorers.
4: Um, I said I'll stick to me what I said at the beginning. I think I'm going for a three one win to us. And I think Bobby Poynton's gonna score and Walker. I think Walker's due a goal
0: and cookie. Stan? Um, I'm not gonna predict, but I think um, offense again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not so much that yeah, anyway. Um I, th- I think it's I think it's yeah, this is this will sort of be a test for uh, the actual how Um, we respond to that and how uh, Kev responds to Tuesday night it's not the the defeat but the game after isn't it that you kind of find out about the team and about the manager so I think yeah I think that'll be interesting but I mean there's no reason why we shouldn't really be comfortable Tony I'm I'm going 2-0 cook both of them
5: (laughs) right but you know what it is tomorrow don't you Oh.
4: What? What is it? Oops,
3: oh, sorry. Don't say something, Tony. Oh, has he gone off, Tony? Oh, he can't leave us on that cliffhanger. Oh, can? <laughs> oh,
5: no, it. sorry. We <laughs> <laughs> it's the same old thing with Bradford City. When, when over years, when we play teams, it's on a poor run. Or. Or a big bottom of the league and haven't won a bloody game for weeks on end. And, the yeah. and Then we the lose to Let's save tomorrow. Yeah. And you know what happens. But I'm, i <laughs> I, th- I think we'll I think we'll uh, we'll do it we'll do them tomorrow. So, you
4: know. I do. I think we'll come back. I think we're gonna come back fighting. I think mcdonald will uh got, got them sorted out and yeah, give him a bollocking
5: because it's a long way so to go
4: Chris... to watch your team get beat. <laughs> it is, isn't it? I can't make it tomorrow, but yeah. I'll be there. I'll be watching it on iFollow.
3: So, Christian, who's a Wrexham fan, uh, I'll say 2 0 to your guys. We found them hard to break down for some reason. We're not uh, scoring at the minute. So, just hit that button there. And thank you, for everybody, for listening. Wherever you are in the world, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Also, it'll be a podcast later on in probably the next hour or so. Uh, also, like us on the Bradford City of the Chickens on Facebook. Also, the Brace on YouTube. Thank you and Good night.
0: Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold
2: up!